Morning prayer begins on page three. The hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Continuing on the bottom of page seven. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 for the Venite on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 25 begins on page 368. Unto thee, O Lord, will I lift up my soul, my God, I have put my trust in thee. O let me not be confounded, neither let mine enemies triumph over me. For all they that hope in thee shall not be ashamed, but such as transgress without a cause shall be put to confusion. Show me thy ways, O Lord, and teach me thy paths. Lead me forth in thy truth, and learn me. For thou art the God of my salvation, in thee hath been my hope all the day long. Call to remembrance, O Lord, thy tender mercies, and thy loving kindness which have been ever of old. O remember not the sins and offenses of my youth, but according to thy mercy think thou upon me, O Lord, for thy goodness. Gracious and righteous is the Lord, therefore will he teach sinners in the way. Them that are meek shall he guide in judgment, and such as are gentle, them shall he learn his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth, unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For thy name's sake, O Lord, be merciful unto my sin, for it is great. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the land. The secret of the Lord is among them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. 
Mine eyes are ever looking unto the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn thee unto me, and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and in misery. The sorrows of my heart are enlarged. O bring thou me out of my troubles. Look upon my adversity and misery, and forgive me all my sin. Consider mine enemies, how many they are, and they bear a tyrannous hate against me. O keep my soul and deliver me, let me not be confounded, for I have put my trust in thee. Let perfectness and righteous dealing wait upon me, for my hope hath been in thee. Deliver Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the first chapter of the book of Samuel. Now there was a certain man of Ramathaim Sultan, of the mountains of Ephraim, and his name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuf, and Ephraimite. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other was uh, Peneah. Peneah had children, but Hannah had no children. This man went up from his city yearly to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts in Shiloh, also the sons of Eli, Hophni and uh, Peneus, the priest of the Lord, were there. And whenever the time came for Elkanah to make an offering, he would give portions to Peneah, his wife, and to her sons and daughters. But to Hannah he would give a double portion, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb. And her arrival also provoked her severely to make her miserable, because the Lord had closed her womb. So it was, year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, that she provoked her. Therefore she wept and did not eat. Then Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? And why is your heart grieved? Am I not better to you than ten sons? So Hannah arose after they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the seat of the doorpost of the tabernacle of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept in anguish. Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look upon look on the affliction of your hand, hand I'm sorry, the affliction of your maidservant, and remember me, and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. And it happened as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli watched her mouth. Now Hannah spoke in her heart, only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore Eli thought she was drunk. So Eli said to her, How long will you be drunk? Put your wine away from you. 
But Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord, I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief I have spoken until now. Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant you your petition which you have asked of him. And she said, Let your maid servant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Then they rose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord, and returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel, saying, Because I have asked for him from the Lord. Now the man, Elkanah, and all his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice in his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, Not until the child is weaned. Then I will take him, that he may appear before the Lord and remain there forever. So Akana, her husband, said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only let the Lord establish his word. Then the woman stayed and nursed her son until she had weaned him. Now when she had weaned him, she took him up with her, with three bulls, an ephah of flour, and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. Then they slaughtered a bull and brought the child to Eli. And she said, O oh my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am, this, I am the woman who stood by you here, praying to the Lord. For this child I pray, and the Lord has granted me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore I also have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worshiped the Lord there. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, Lord, God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 38th verse of the 10th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. 
Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, uh, be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive everyone who is indebted to us, and do not lead us in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend, and go to him at midnight, and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, Do not trouble me. <clears throat> the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give to you. I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give food, good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Here endeth the second lesson. Gather Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. 
And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O Lord, we beseech thee, that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by thy governance, that thy church may joyfully serve thee in all godly quietness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We get a new book uh, today, First Samuel, which is going to be... Um, Really, First and Second Samuel, the story of David. Uh, it's, it begins with the birth of Samuel, but Samuel's main prophetic role uh, as sort of the last judge of Israel to transition into the kingship is he's the one who anoints Saul and then David. So we'll get that whole progression of that story. But what we get again in chapter one is is the appearance of another um, faithful woman. Um, we had just finished Ruth where we covered the story of this woman who'd come back with her mother-in-law as a foreigner from Moab to Israel and trusted in the God of Israel by, by 
taking advantage of the Torah provision for those who who didn't have much. And it shows how how through her faithfulness, God raised her up. And now we have um, Hannah, who's uh, the rival of, of, of another wife who has many children. She has none. And the other wife likes to let her know about that. And but she so she she prays and I think in in both these cases there's a lesson about um, in in the time of great hardship of of not becoming bitter and angry but uh, or at least processing those emotions faithfully into prayer and and trusting God and waiting upon God and we must remember that both these stories. <clears throat> though they're um though we only get a chapter of Hannah and a few chapters of Ruth, they were stories that, that that covered years. They this was faithfulness over periods of years of sticking to and trusting that God would eventually answer. So uh the 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 faithfulness of these women, uh both of whom um participate through their small scale faithfulness in the large scale drama of redemption in being an ancestor to King David and the mother of the prophet Samuel. When we get to Luke, we have a, a very famous story in the tradition of, <clears throat> of Mary and Martha, because um, in the tradition, these two had, were, were always seen as the epitome of what was called the active life and the contemplative life. And the, the sort of monastic contemplatives always um, used the refrain that Mary had chosen the better part and this was the advocacy that the contemplative life of prayer was superior to the active life of working. I'm not sure that, that that's an all, altogether accurate portrayal of what the story is saying. Um, it, it, it is certainly challenging the motives of Martha. <clears throat> and, and this is those, you know, that, that the, um, the idea that Martha was making dinner, there's nothing inherently wrong with making dinner, but that as she did it, she wasn't joyfully serving. You can, you can do a task that involves labor and you can do it contemplatively. You can do it to the glory of God and, and have a sense of joy and peace. Martha could have thought, yeah, I, I, this is what I do. Mary really loves sitting at Jesus' feet. I suspect Martha probably couldn't sit still at Jesus' feet if she wanted to. So she could, she could have had an attitude that said, um, this is good. I get to do this. I give my sister an opportunity to do what she wants to do. And there can be a win-win in serving. So when we're serving, um, with the right attitude, we're focused on what God has called us to do and how we're doing it. We're not focused on what someone else is not doing. And that's really the, 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 the criticism of the story of Jesus of Martha is you're anxious and worried. You're not focused on God and you're serving. You're not joyful and, and serving. And so this is what we want to, um, be aware of, you know, in our serving. Are we, are we, worried if we if the minute we realize i'm doing this and why isn't somebody else doing this all of a sudden it's the wrong motive if we don't want to do it don't do it uh if we do it do it with your whole heart and don't worry what someone else is doing and do it joyfully and, and contemplatively and that kind of you know the, the final uh, the whole prayer teaching about the lord's prayer is a way to pray and then but the the closing list about perseverance uh kind of ties us back to to ruth and hannah Jesus advocates when they said, hey, teach us to pray. And he 
teaches the Lord's Prayer, which teaches us kind of the things that we should pray for, and also the you know, sort of main prayer of the church. But also he goes into perseverance, that you keep on praying, you keep on honoring God, asking for daily bread, forgiving your enemies, um, and uh, doing the things that God calls you to do. And as you seek God in this way, God will provide. You, you ask and seek and knock, and he will he'll provide for you because your Heavenly Father wants to do good. But the, the time, the need to persevere in prayer is the way our own motives are purified. Um, you know, th this could be contrast with our culture where we're in such a consumer orientation that we want something, I need it now. You know, we can go online and I, I still boggles the mind. We can go online and order something and get it this afternoon at three o'clock. But this creates a mindset where every time we have a need, I just need it now. But in the spiritual life, our, our deeper needs are things we have to pursue in prayer for periods often numbered in years. And it's not just because God's not going to give this thing we want. It's also because our own desires need to be purified and we need to, to root out and burn off some of the, the disordered desire. And that the only way to do that is, is by depending on God. So we persevere in that. And God's faithfulness, as it was to Ruth and Hannah, will be shown in our lives over the period of years. You know, sometimes we're praying and and we're caught up in our own stuff for a month or two or half a year and what's going on. But it, when we persevere in our prayer over periods of a year, we go back to five years later, we kind of realize, oh, I kind of see what God has done here because God is our father who means to provide for us. Um, and he's preparing us through our prayer to be people who can receive what he has for us. And so we must persevere in the asking until the time comes that he will give us uh, the desires of our hearts. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men on page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men especially for the answer to a prayer for Father John and Rachel and, and uh, for Thanksgiving for the appearance of, of uh, Joseph Alexander Cruz.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment, and light riseth up in the darkness for the godly, grant us in all our doubts and uncertainties the grace to ask what thou wouldst have us to do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, that in, and that in light, thy light we may see light, and thy straight path may not stumble, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you this morning. Thank you, Chris and Ed. Peace. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.